It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. And welcome to Wrestling with Problems. I'm your host, King David Lane. That's King David Lane on just about every social media platform. So give me a like, follow, and friend request, and then we'll probably give you one return. Also, like King David Comedy on most major social media forms. Uh, it's King David Comedy with a K. So King David Comedy with a K. Coming up, got to get some shameless self-promotion out of the way before we get into the wrestling talk. Uh, this Thursday, if you go on Facebook and look up the Drop Comedy Club, they'll be doing a Drop's uh, annual fundraiser, so definitely come check that out. So we'll be able to make a donation. We'll be able able to help victims of domestic violence and other uh, family-related issues. So it'll be a very, very interesting night of comedy. A bunch of comedians are getting together. We'll be doing three-minute sets, and we'll be swapping jokes with each other. So I will be telling somebody else's jokes. Somebody will be telling my jokes. So if you hate my comedy, see me tell somebody else's jokes. If you like my comedy, you can see somebody else tell the jokes and see how that works out differently. So <clears throat> come on down again. Check out the Drop Comedy Club based in South Bend, Indiana. Check out their Facebook page so you can get all the details on this wonderful, wonderful event we're doing. Also, check out North West Indiana Rugby Club. Uh, we're doing a fundraiser as well. So if you want to donate a coat, whether it's new or gently used, uh, you can do that as well. So definitely check out Northwest Indiana Rugby Club, and you'll be able to get details on that as well. So it is the, it is the season for giving, so I'm trying to give back a little bit. So I'm giving back my rugby club, giving back in my comedy ways, all kinds of ways to give back. So definitely help me help some wonderful people who might be in need or might be having fallen on hard times, and uh, help them stay warm, help them stay safe. So we, we're helping them all kinds of ways, and I want you to help me to help them. So definitely check that out. Also, I did have a fundraiser uh, for uh, Giving Tuesday, so you can check that out on my Facebook page as well if you want details on that as well. That's for helping hungry kids in need. So I'm feeding people, clothing people, uh, sheltering them. I'm pretty much got it all covered if you if you want to help people who, who might be in need. So definitely come check that out. At any rate, now that I got this shameless self-promotion out of the way, Let's get into some of the wrestling talk. Got a couple major events coming up. Uh, TLC will be coming up this weekend, as well as Wrestle Kingdom will be coming up in another, I guess, a little bit over two weeks, I believe it is. So uh, we got some details on Wrestle Kingdom, and we're going to make our predictions for WWE TLC pay-per-view. And then we got time. We may even talk a little bit more wrestling and some other issues. So uh, 
I guess to start it off, I'll make some announcements for Wrestle Kingdom 15. We got some day one and day two. Uh, we got some day one rather matches, matches announced. That'll be January 4th, 2021. Uh, this is not the full card. And again, this is only day one information. So just so you're aware of that, that's already, you know, a packed lineup with just the day one announcements. We had Roshi Tanahashi versus the Great Okan. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's not Tony. Uh, just to be just to be clear, if you're an AEW fan but you don't watch New Japan, that is not Tony as far as I know. Anyway, Tanahashi versus Great Okan. We got uh, Okada versus Will Ospreay. We got the Best of Super Juniors winner versus the Super J Cup winner. So we got Hiromu Takahashi versus El Fantasmo. By the way, I just got done watching the. Uh, and the Super J Cup, so you definitely want to check that out as well. El Fantasmo does not look like what I expect him to look like. I will say that much. Anyway, we got the IWGP, IWGP Tag Team Championship. We got Dangerous Trekkers, uh, Tai Chi and Zach Debra Jr., the champions versus the Gorilla Destiny, Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa. Of course, they're also members of the Bullet Club, so you're definitely going to want to check that out. That's Dangerous Trekkers versus Gorilla Destiny. For the IWGP Tag Team Championship. I think I said it wrong the first time, so I corrected myself. Anyway, we got a match for the IWGP Heavyweight and IWGP Intercontinental Championships. Uh, Tetsuya Naito, the champion, will be defending the titles versus Kota Bushi. That's right, both titles defended in one match. Also, we got uh, some more stuff here. We got Sonata versus Evil. Uh, never over, open weight heavy championship, Shingo Sakaji, the champion, versus Jeff Cobb. We got IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. Got, got Taiji Ishimori, the champion, versus the winner of the previous, uh, previous day's match between Himuromu Takahashi and El Fantasmo. By the way, it says on this, uh, I'm looking at SD Sugs, it says uh, Wrestle Kingdom 15 day one twice. So I'm, I have to stand corrected on this. I believe this is the second part I'm reading. It's not an evil on down. It's actually day two. So I do want to apologize for that uh, incorrect information. Or I apologize if I'm wrong and somehow this is wrong some other kind of way. But I think that's what's going on here. Because uh, also for the IWGP Heavyweight and IWGP Intercontinental Championship match, the winner of the previous day's match between Naito and Ibushi will face Jay White again for both titles. So, uh... Two stacked days of a wonderful lineup for Wrestle Kingdom 15, and this is not even the full card. So we'll come back uh, over the next few weeks as more matches are announced, and I'll give you that information. But I'm really excited for this. And again, like I said, it's a t- two-day event. Pretty sure going forward, I think Russell, WrestleMania is going to be a two-day event going forward too, because uh, they, like I said, they they did it for the first time due to the pandemic, so I think they're just going to keep up with doing it from this point forward. So uh, definitely looking forward to Wrestle Kingdom. Like I said, I'm just starting to get back into watching New Japan after having not seen it since it went off Access TV earlier this year. Uh, not X. Not Access TV. Was it, was it on Access TV or another network? I'm, I'm trying to think. I think I'm drawing a blank now at the moment. At any rate, it was on a, it was on a network in the United States, and it's no longer on a network. It is now on uh, New Japan World. If you want to check out New Japan, uh, one thing I've noticed about the New Japan Strong Show, it, it appears to be you know very very heavily Gaijin related uh, wrestling content. Not that I have a problem with that, but it seems like they don't throw, they don't throw enough of the actual Japanese talent on the show. At least you know 
episodes, I believe, 17 and 18 are the two episodes I've watched so far, I believe. So uh could just be a coincidence since I'm just now getting back into it. But I would like to see more of the Japanese talent on this show as well. So I know it's targeted to an American audience, but that doesn't mean they should, you know, neglect the Japanese talent. Anyway, very, very exciting card announced so far for New Japan uh, Wrestling, so I'm very, very excited to see that. Oh, it's time to make, it's time to make tag in one of my partners. Is this Brian? Yes, it is. Are you at the liquor store? Uh, no. Are you at Lowe's? Nope. Nope. Okay. Are you at home? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, welcome to the show, Brian. Uh, I just made an announcement. I don't know if you had a chance to hear it, but I just announced the cards so far for uh, Wrestle Kingdom 15. I know you like New Japan as well, so you got any comments on any of the matches announced so far, or you want to move on to WWE TLC? Uh, I I think we could uh, move on um, um, with just um, one um, correction. Now, when you had mentioned about um, New Japan, actually, you were correct. It was on Access um, TV, and it um, got um, canceled for um, whatever reason. But I'm sorry, I don't think it was I don't think it was canceled per se. I think it was just it ended up being pulled. They decided not to renew. I don't think it was like. Uh, that the ratings were bad. They just decided we're going to go another direction with it. I think it was more a mutual decision. They just could either couldn't come to agreement, but it wasn't canceled per se. Because when you say canceled, you think, okay, the ratings weren't good, and, you know, we still had an agreement. It was supposed to be on the air long, but we decided to remove it. But I don't think that's what happened. I think they just – New Japan decided they were going to move it to the streaming network because they weren't getting the kind of money they like. So they figured, let's just make all the money, like WWE does sometimes. Let's just put it on the network, and we'll, and we'll make all the money from it. So I think that's what it was. But, yeah, thanks for the update. I thought it was access, but then I was, like, drawing a blank. Like, it's been, like, a year – this year – or so the last year feels like one of the longest years in the world. <laughs> so it's hard to remember what happened at the beginning. There's like life before COVID and life after COVID. <laughs> and believe me, when we're talking about having a long year, I know I've been in the hospital twice this year, so I definitely know it's been a long year. So. But anyway, since you said we can go ahead and move on to uh, TLC tables and chairs, let's go ahead and move on and make our predictions. Uh, obviously, like I said, they'll probably add a couple more matches because uh, that's what they do. That's the one disadvantage to doing a show on Monday now as opposed to one day. <coughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Raw has not taken place yet as we record this live on Internet radio, so there will probably be some changes to the card. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and uh, make our predictions for the matches they do have announced so far. And starting off, we'll start the New Day. Kofi and uh, Xavier Woods, the champions versus the Hurt Business. According to this, the match will be Cedric Alexander and Sheldon Benjamin with MVP and U.S. champion Bobby Lashley. This will be a tag team match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. So who do you got? Are you there, Brian? Okay, I think yeah. Brian dropped off. Are you back now? Yeah. Yeah, you dropped off. You're back now. Uh, who do you got? Raw Tag Team Championship match. We got the Hurt Business, Cedric and Shelton versus Xavier and Kofi, the New Day for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, I think the payoff is going to finally be the Hurt Business winning the titles. Um, I, um, honestly, um, Kofi and Xavier have, have, I mean, okay, winning this is, is like such a 
one-sided battle. At, um, at some point, the New Day um going to have to um, drop the titles. And honestly, um, they need to um, give um, the quote-unquote rub to um, another team and everything because we already know they're going to be in the Hall of Fame. So it's really it, – I mean, it's it just um, – at this point, they need to put another team over. Yeah, I, I'm in complete agreement agreement with you. Uh, they've had the titles, both the Raw and the SmackDown titles, and they have the record for the longest title reigns in WWE history. Uh, it's, it's time to uh, sort of, you know, put somebody else and let them be on the pot, at least for a while. So I got to agree with you. Hurt Business takes the match. Obviously, I think there'll be some cheating involved, but I think they will uh, lift the titles up. Uh, next, we got a singles match, WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. We got Sasha Banks, the champ, versus Carmella. Who you got? Uh, I actually got Sasha winning this. I'm also also tempted to go with Sasha, although Sasha hasn't had the greatest record in retaining championships. They've been they've been pushing Carmella very very hard lately, but still I'm gonna go ahead and stick with Sasha. I think they'll extend this feud out a bit. I think Carmella might beat her down the road at some point, but I think for the time being, I think I agree with you. I think Sasha's gonna go ahead and uh, retain the title this time. Next, we got a tables, letters, and chairs match. For the WWE Universal Championship, we got Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman, the champion, versus Kevin Owens. Who you got? Um, I'm picking Roman Reigns to um, pull out the victory again. Yep. The head of the table cannot lose a table letters and chairs match. They've spent so much time building him up. There's no way I think they're going to put Kevin Owens over Roman Reigns right now. Like I said, if if, if they weren't going to put Jay Uso over Roman Reigns in one of those matches, <laughs> they're clearly not going to do Kevin Owens now. Like I said, I think Roman Reigns is on a rocket ship to WrestleMania no matter what they choose to do since they got him with Paul Heyman. So whatever feud they decide to go with eventually for that, Roman Reigns, I don't see him dropping the title between now and then. Or if he does drop the title between now and then, he'll immediately get it back, you know, within like a month or two so just so they can continue on his feud to WrestleMania. But I don't think this is the time for that to happen. So we're in agreement. Roman Reigns will retain the title. Next, we got a tag team match for WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. We got Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, the champions versus Asuka and Lana. Who you got? Uh, I'm, I'm going with the champions to actually retain the titles for this one. This is going to be my first prediction of a title change on this. I think they did such a uh, such t- so such a long story with Lana and Os- with Lana, you know, being dominated and being bullied by Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, until finally she sort of broke through with Survivor Series, being a sole survivor in that match. I think with Oscar on her side as a team, I think it's, it might be time for Nia Jackson, Santa Baszler to sort of have those uh, have that discord that was had been built between them for a long time, but they sort of had patched over it recently. I think this is going to be the time we finally see start seeing the cracks in the team, and it's going to cost them the match, particularly with Lana, you know, uh, being uh, sort of on the rise as far as her character and whatnot. So I think. Oscar and Lana, although it's more of an upset for Lana, not necessarily with Oscar, but I think they pull off the upset, and I'm going to go with your new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions are going to be Oscar and Lana. Next, we've got a singles match, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt with Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. Uh, who you got? 
Uh, I'm going. Okay, actually, I'm going with um, Bray Wyatt. Now, what 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 makes you think Bray Wyatt's going to pull it off? Well, um, I'm I'm looking at at this. So, okay, um, Orton. I, um, I don't know. It's um, it's too predictable for him to actually uh, win it. I figure that okay, he okay, he already had like this um thing where he already had burned down the house and everything. So to um get um his revenge from um the past and everything, he um he got to um be Orton and plus you have um um his um darling new sidekick um Alexa Bliss with, with her new heel chain and everything. I think it makes sense. I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you. Like I said, I was I was trying to see if maybe you could find a way to talk me out of it, like sort of a backwards roundabout way where you say, okay, you're gonna use this argument, and, and somehow that would make me go against it. But nope, I couldn't think of anything. I'm gonna go with the fiend Bray Wyatt just due to the fact that you know, like he's, like you say, he has a sidekick Alexa Bliss. Their little their sort of arrangement is a sort of you know new flavor of the month. It's working very very well. So it wouldn't make sense to put Randy Orton over. Randy Orton is pretty much as over as he's going to be. He's not one of those guys where a loss here and there hurts him too bad. Uh, it makes more sense to give the match to Bray Wyatt at this point. They they could still have a rematch and maybe Randy Orton, you know, you know, gets the win some somewhere down the road. But I think at this moment it makes more sense to give Bray Wyatt the win. And I think they're going to do that. So I agree with you. Next. And last but not least, sort of the card that we have listed so far, we got Drew McIntyre, the champion, versus AJ Styles with almost TLC, letter, tables, letters, and chairs match for the WWE Championship. I'll, it almost feels silly to ask you who you think is going to win, but I'm going to go ahead and ask you anyway. Who you, who you got? Uh, we actually had, um, have – okay, so, so you going to repeat that again now? I'm almost – feels silly trying to ask you who's going to win this match, but I'm going to go ahead and ask anyway. It's a TLC match for the WWE Championship. We got Drew McIntyre, the champion, versus AJ Styles with almost who you got. It almost feels silly asking who you think is going to win this match, but I'm going to ask anyway. <laughs> who you got? I'm going with McIntyre. <laughs> no, I think there's like no way in hell. I'm, as, I'm even more confident that Drew McIntyre wins this match than I am Roman Reigns wins the Kevin Owens match. The only exception, I, I take that back. I take that back. I'm, I'm not going to go that far. That's an exaggeration. Because there's one possibility in which way I could see AJ Styles winning this match. Uh, some kind of way, The Miz and Morrison, or some combination of them, interfere and cost Drew McIntyre the match to give AJ Styles a win so he can pin AJ Styles. That's how I can see AJ Styles winning this match. So that is a possibility considering all that's going on with them. So I went a little bit over the top for a second, but I'm raining it back in before I made my final prediction. I still predict Drew McIntyre's going to win, but the only way AJ Styles wins is some combination of that stuff happening, although I don't see it happening. Well, actually, so, I give, actually I, um, since you went there, I could give you a best scenario when AJ Styles would win. Um, How's that? Um, okay, now um, what uh, what happens is that the okay the, the classic um, Drew McIntyre bumps into um, 
AJ Styles bodyguard. Now, as you know, no one having um had a real confrontation um with um okay with with that man yet and everything. And I believe if if this wanna do the swerve and everything, okay, he okay, he go ahead have him interfere in levels uh McIntyre. Then um okay well okay um it um it's an automatic um disqualification. Miz comes in, um, cashes it in, goes for the pin, and the Miz get the title. Okay, I could I could I could see that happening maybe too, but like I said, it'll be it'll be, like I say. For it to happen, there needs to be a cash. Yeah, I don't see like AJ Styles winning and keeping the belt beyond a couple minutes. So it it has to be some kind of involvement with the Miz and Morrison, or you know, one or the other, or both. So like it's like I said, I, I I agree with that. I guess that is a possibility too. But anyway, I, 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 I don't see that happening though. Yeah. Anyway, let, let's look at some actual some of the actual news in the world of wrestling uh, before we uh, get out of here for the week. Uh, have you been following any of the news stories? You got any news stories you want to talk about? Or you want me to go to some of the headlines that I've seen recently? Uh, you go with your headlines. Okay, here's one from actually, this was actually a couple weeks ago. I meant to cover this last week, but we didn't. I didn't quite get around to it. I did a solo show last week. Didn't quite get around to it. Uh, one disadvantage when I have a solo show, I have to since you have to talk and produce and do everything at once, it's a little bit harder. Make sure you get everything out. But this is definitely a story I was particularly interested in. Allegedly, AEW is finally con- considering bringing in some trios championships. Uh, right now, the AEW has four belt, four tight championships rather. They have the tag team belts held by the Young Bucks. They have the women's championship held by Hikaru Shida. TNT Championship held by Darby Allen and AEW World Championship held by John Moxley. Of course, you also have the unsanctioned titles. You know that tending that aren't sanctioned by AEW, but they're being defended. You know, a little bit here and there, sort of. You got the Dynamite Diamond Ring with MJF. You got Serena Deeb's. Well, actually, you see Serena Deeb dropped it already back to since Rosa. Since the time that this article came up, so I knew that off the top of my head. Serena did drop the title to Thunder Rosa, so. Thunder Rosa has been defending uh, the title. Swing Deep had defended as well on TV. Uh, Brian Cage, FCW Championship. But uh, I know a lot of people sort of wanted an AEW Trios Championship or, you know, a six-man tag or et cetera. But they got a lot of stables and six-man teams that could compete for the belts. Because look, look at this lineup of teams that could compete for it. Obviously, you got Tully Blanchard's guys, FTR and Sean Spears. You got Hardy Party, Matt Hardy and Private Party. You got the Inner Circle. Various combinations of them. You got the Nightmare Family again. Various combinations. SCU. Very, uh, obviously, they got three guys. Dark Order again. They have multiple, multiple, multiple teams they could compete with. Team Pass. That could be like a definitely a dangerous uh, outfit right there. You got Eddie Kingston and Butcher and the Blade. You got Death Triangle, Jurassic Express, the Elite, and of course, although I don't think the Elite will be competing for the Six Man Tag Titans, at least not. Initially, I think down the road we could see it, but with uh, Kenny Omega holding the world title and Young Bucks holding the tag titles, I don't think they'll go ahead and uh, book themselves at the top if that if that belt becomes immediately a thing. So, and of course, don't forget best friends in Orange Cassidy. So, so yeah, 
Would you be excited to see trios championships, or you think they should wait even longer before they do it? Uh, actually, I think um, the the, the um, trio championship would be um, pretty good to um, add because um, that's one of the things I did like about um, the um, Lucha Underground along with um, Ring of Honor. They had um, that, that, um, six, that six-man um, title, and it added something different that um, all you've seen for the most part was probably in um, AAA wrestling or in um, New Japan. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I say, uh, I liked it when Ring of Honor started it, although I, it, I think it kind of fell off. I think part of that is the, the pandemic and whatnot. You don't have as many big matches and stuff. There's, Ring of Honor, I don't think, was doing uh, – not take that back. I don't think it was Ring of Honor. Initially, there wasn't uh, – they, they were just sort of doing a one-on-one match when they came back. I think it was Impact that wasn't doing any testing. So I want to stand corrected on that. I want to apologize to uh, Ring of Honor. I don't think that was the case. I think Impact wasn't doing any testing until very, very recently. Uh, but it made sense that you might not want to have a bunch of big – tag matches when the tests weren't available, but now that they are testing everybody and it was not quite a bubble environment, you know, you have, you do have regular testing as far as that goes. So having, you know, some of these larger tag matches isn't as much of an issue. Hell, they're going to have a, they're going to have a uh, 14 man tag. I think this uh, tonight on, not not tonight, uh, this Wednesday on AOB Dynamite. So by the way, there was some. There was a funny tweet about that because Jr. criticized the spot where one person dies after you know there's like a shit ton of people outside sort of huddled together and they catch the person that dies. So uh, one of the I think it was I think it was Brandon Cutler that, that tweeted out we'll be doing that dive in this match tonight where there's like a 14 person tag or something like that. So definitely check that out. That was hilarious. But anyway, back to the topic. Six man tags slash trios belts. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, AEW. I don't know if they'll go with the trios name or, or they'll go with a six man tag belts or some other name for it. But I definitely would be looking forward to see that. I love six man tag wrestling, and I like it. I like it better though when there's you know something to compete for. That's the one thing I don't think you should. Have. I don't think you should quote have a quote sort of style of match uh, that's going to take place throughout the year if there's not a definitive title for it. Like it doesn't make sense to have women tag team matches if there's no women tag team titles. It does make sense to have a uh tag team division if there's no tag team titles. It doesn't make sense to have these stable matches where there's no belt that they can compete for. So I definitely want to see that. So definitely something I will look forward to. Especially in A and W with all the titles they have available and like I said, they already got all those built in stables that I mentioned. So that was definitely be something I'd be interested in seeing. Uh, got any other thoughts on that, or do you want to move on? I, I guess um, we could um, move on from that um, because um, if, if nothing else, I will like to um, add one particular um, thing. Um, six man, What's that? it's been done in the past, but it's um, a great thing if done correctly. Exactly. Uh, matter of fact, when I think of six man tags, if I want to go old school, you know, you know what six man I think of if I go old school. Devon Eric. Devon Eric's versus the Freebirds in particular. Yep. Oh, yeah. Sadly, 
sadly with the Von Erichs, they they had a, they had a lot of guys to pick from, and unfortunately, due to certain events, they was had less and less guys to pick from. Sadly, so, but yeah, I, I still remember those matches. The Freebirds versus Von Erich was one of the longest running feuds that was actually continued to draw money for a long time. So anyway. Let's go ahead and uh, move on to our next uh, discussion. Uh, AEW has announced their holiday uh, schedule because, you know, since with the NBA coming back, that's going to affect them on TNT a little bit. Uh, so they did announce what they're going to be doing uh, in lieu of that because uh, the NBA will be back on December 23rd, which is Christmas week. So AEW is going to have a holiday pass show, but it's going to come on after the Celtics-Bucks NBA game. So whatever time that game is, uh, AEW Holiday Bash will be your next. They're also going to have New Year's Smash two nights of that. Night one is going to be December 30th with special guests, but I believe that show should start on time. And then they're going to have uh, night two with special guest Snoop Dogg. So, uh, are you excited to are you excited to see, get some Snoop Dogg in your wrestling, or uh, do you think that won't work? It probably won't, but you got um, a lot of people who are Snoop Dogg fans. Um, I can't, I kind of like my wrestling um, how it um, currently is. Um, um, I, I like how AEW um, has did theirs. Is um, okay. It's not. It's nothing over the top. Uh, um, okay, if you want to go a little bit um, different, I had no problem with. Um, the team that Lucha Underground had, nor um, the, the team which was my personal favorite uh, back in the day with ECW with um, Joey Styles and um, Joe Gert. Oh, yeah, that reminds me before I, before I get too far off topic. Since you since you did bring up Joey Styles or Gert, uh, I'm writing right now. I'm watching ECW. I'm watching the weekly show, and I've been watching it. You know, I've, I've sort of been going through it over the last couple of years. When I do my part of my workout in the morning, uh, if I do my, uh, I got like a part of my workout I do in my bedroom as far as, you know, non, non-weight related. Like I do push-ups, I do pull-ups, I do, you know, sit-ups and stuff like that. So roughly half of my workout any given morning or any given afternoon before I get into the actual parts with the weights, because the weights are in the basement, I like watch some ECW uh, Hardcore TV or ECW Pay-Per-View. Right now I'm at... No, the end of November '97, so I'm sort of heading into no, November to remember '97, and I forget. Sometimes you forget how funny Joe Gertner was. Joe Gertner, who was, you know, that year really started, you know, being heavily with the Dudleys. I like the fact that uh, <laughs> he tries to tr- attack Taz doing a Ooh. match with uh, Bubba Ray Dudley. <laughs> he gets in the ring and hits him with a double axe handle. And Joey Styles says. What is that? A lip wristed double axe handle? <laughs> and it was hilarious. <laughs> Sometimes the, the funniest stuff is just the simplest stuff, but it was, it was hilarious. And of course, he got dropped on his head by Taz, which was also hilarious. He's already wearing the neck brace for no apparent reason. <laughs> and then he just gets dropped, dumped on his head. So. They got real reason to wear it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But speaking of that, the other thing that was great about Joel Gertner was his was his uh was his announcements when he would do Devon Dudley's weight because there was basically two versions of it. The early version is the version they're still working through now, where he'd be like, "Weighing in at a slim, trim, buff, cut, chiseled, and jacked, two hundred and five pounds, 
204 pounds. He's like, he joins us like, what is he, a cruiserweight? <laughs> Their scale must be broken by, by like 58 pounds. So that was the first version of it. The second version of it is when he'd actually start announcing a weight, and he'd be like 200 and... Th- <laughs> Devon would just smack him in the head. He wouldn't finish it. <laughs> he just make him stop after the chiseled inject. So that was also hilarious. <laughs> but like I said, that was some quality entertainment. Like I said, easy dub out of, out of the old school stables, old school you know territories and companies and independents and stuff. ECW is the most beloved for that reason. It provided such quality entertainment. It was like literally like nothing else that was ever with in the wrestling world. It could provide humor and ultra violence. But all and always make it work for the most part. So there's been other violent companies, but they haven't been as funny. There's been other funny companies, but they haven't been as violent. But combining the two, nobody did it better than ECW. So anyway, let's get back on the to- on the topic that I was on. I can't remember what it was now. So uh, let's see, we were oh yeah, we're talking about ho- the holiday bash schedule for uh, for ECW. I mean for AEW. So yeah, definitely we like I said they got the holiday bash coming up which will be Christmas week after the NBA game. And then back to their normal schedule with the New Year's smash, two nights of that, the end of the year, and the first show of next year. So looking forward to that as well. Uh, in addition to that, uh, let's go ahead and get into the AEW ratings because AEW just pretty much just smacked the hell out of NXT <laughs> this past week. <laughs> it's They pretty much destroyed them. They had almost, they had almost a million viewers. And that doesn't, that doesn't even include the plus three or plus seven days. That include the plus three or plus seven. I'm sure it was over a million. Uh, NXT only did about 658,000. So uh, it's it's time for NXT just to say screw it and to go ahead and move to another night. For me, it makes more sense for them to move to Thursday than Tuesday. Although I don't know if that's what USA would want. But Thursday is usually one of the high, highest rated TV nights, so that makes more sense. However, if they do move to Tuesday, like the rumor I heard originally is they were considering it, that means Impact needs to move to Thursday. It's already the highest rated. It's already the highest rated show on SS TV anyway, and especially with this uh, Kenny Omega appearing, they've done like gangbuster ratings not only on Twitch, they increased their Twitch ratings by sixty-five fold. I don't mean. 65,000, I don't mean 65 viewers, I mean 65 fold, like, if you took the number they were doing, multiply that times 65, that's the ratings they're doing on Twitch, and on top of it, they got a huge chunk of uh, ratings for their actual access, you know, live show as well, Uh, let me go ahead and pull up the numbers for that, uh, have you had, matter of fact, have you been watching uh, Impact Wrestling, or had you been watching it previously, and did you start watching it more, or were you just watching it the whole time? Um, actually, I was watching it the whole time, and I was surprised um, uh, when um, Don Callis was on um, AEW. I'm like, wait, 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 what the hell is going on here? You know what I mean? Then I'm like, no, they're not. They are not going to pull the freaking swerve. Then when I saw the mic, I'm like, yeah, that's how you're going to get it. And um, I, I was like, and I've been hearing rumors that uh, Moxley is going to um, um, go, go back to WWE, um, um, be the number 30 entrance in the Royal Rumble, win the Royal Rumble, and then uh, face Roman Reigns and uh, win the title. 
Nope, absolutely not going to happen. Bullshit. I call bullshit on whoever came up with that. <laughs> John Moxley does not want to leave AEW for WWE. <laughs> Have you heard how miserable he he was with WWE and how much happy he is with AEW? That's never going to happen. Unless hey. AEW goes out of business. That's the room where they've been floating around for about a good three weeks. And, and, and I'm like... That, that's complete another bullshit rumor. That's some. That's literally somebody pulling something out of their ass. <laughs> that's okay. not a credible rumor. <laughs> like literally, like like I say, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to establish what level of confidence I have. This that's not going to happen. That you're not going to see John Moxley enter the world number thirty and leave AEW. I don't I don't see either one of those things happening. But especially you know entering a rumble. I'm trying to think what. What prediction that I can what 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 could I can associate with that that, that shows you how positive not going to happen? I w- put it like this: if that happens in the Royal Rumble, I will walk around my house naked. <laughs> I'm that confident it's not going to happen. I will go outside <laughs> if when the Royal Rumble's on the air. I will go outside if he enters the Royal Rumble <laughs> next year. I will go bug ass naked and walk around my house and walk back in in the dead of winter, no matter what the temperature is. I'm that confident that that's not going to happen. And you can mark it here that I said it. I wanted to come up with something. Like you said, I want to go big. That's going big. That's exactly what I will do. I will walk out around my house, bug ass naked in the middle of winter if he enters the Royal Rumble this year at number 30 and leaves AEW. At any rate, Let's move on. Oh yeah, we don't. I don't want to move on. I do want to give some actual numbers. Uh, these are some of the numbers as far as uh, what they had for uh, uh, Impact Wrestling last week on Twitch. They did about 50, 52,500 viewers for the Kenny Omega segment. Usually they have eight hundred, like literally eight hundred. They did fifty-two thousand five hundred. 800 viewers on Twitch is a great number for streaming. So imagine getting 52,500, which is 65 times greater. So that was very impressive. And that, like I said, again, that's just their Twitch numbers. That doesn't include their television ratings for the actual network. Now, granted, access is not in that many homes. So sometimes their numbers don't look that impressive as compared to some of the other uh, uh, wrestling shows you see. But they were a top five channel on all the Twitch then. That was previous. That was double their previous all-time viewership record on Twitch, which was you know the week before, obviously. <laughs> and then they were trending number three worldwide on Twitter. So, think about when was the last time Impact was trending, not including you know the week before when Kenny Omega was on the show again. So, so that was just you know that one aspect of it. I believe I have the numbers for them on the actual network that I'm going to try to pull up uh, real fast here for the actual access show. And those numbers are as follows as I pull them up. And oh, yeah, by the way, I want to see SE Scoops for the information that I've used in most of this. They averaged 221,000 viewers uh, for the 12-8 edition of Impact on Access. They did a .08 in the 18 to 49 demographic, which is actually 96th on cable for the 9th. The week before, they did 166,000, a .05 demographic, and a rate the 121st. 
Now, granted, most of the time we don't get Impact's ratings every week like we get the other shows because they only announce the top 150 shows on cable any given night. That tells you most weeks they don't even make the top 150 list, which means they're probably drawing in the low 100,000 numbers, probably, most weeks or even less than that. The fact that they bumped up to 166,000 and made the top 150, so we actually got their numbers, and they actually bumped up to 221,000 last week, that tells you all you need to know about how much this is benefiting you know, Impact Wrestling. Obviously, it appears that they also did get a bump with AEW a little bit, although the if you think about it, the, the, the bump that each company get as far as total viewers might be roughly the same. If, you, if you're getting a, a certain number of Impact Wrestling fans who hadn't been watching AEW to watch uh, AEW, because if you look at the numbers, it looks like Possibly both sets of numbers went up by about the same amount. Now, obviously, as a percentage basis, it's a much higher percentage basis on impact as opposed to AEW. But still, it looks like they're both getting a you know a, a bump of in the neighborhood of uh, one hundred thousand total viewers in a given week. So, and like I said, a hundred thousand viewers, you know, for you know a network television show might not be that big, but for a cable TV show, that's a huge number. So, and obviously for access. And for, you know, Impact Wrestling, that's like probably uh, just about almost doubling their ratings some weeks or even more so, more than doubling it some weeks as I think about it. So any given week, that's like because that's a bump of 50,000 to 100,000 any given week for them. So so definitely, I think if nothing else, Impact's definitely going to want to continue with this, even more so than AEW is. But I think I think this is one of those things that benefits all the companies. It makes sense for every company that's not WWE to work together. Because WWE is sort of the 800-pound gorilla, so if, if they don't want to work with anybody, that's fine. Although Triple H did say not too long ago WWE is open for business. I've yet to see them work with any other companies recently yet. And I've seen them try to buy other companies out. Uh, I've seen them work with some, quote, indies. I haven't seen them work with any of the, quote, national or international companies, so... But w, but Triple H did say WWE is open for business, so it, it remains a possibility. We'll see. Uh, you got any thoughts on who you might like to see WWE work with? Obviously, I don't think they're going to work with AEW or or Impact, so I'm going to hold those out. But is there anybody else you might th- you might want to see them work with? Uh, not just because I know what Vince did with Doug, with the WCW talent. Uh, with the invasion angle, he he told he totally blew it, and he's blowing it with his own talent. And I could easily see he uh, okay that he'll probably do some some garbage um, and, and just put over his talent and, and bid um, the other people's talent, and only and he will only put over. Uh, only he he will only like, like um um ha- have someone like I don't know. Uh, John Morrison lose, um, but he okay. But he 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 won't he won't um dare have someone with some real credibility lose like, like that like um a Randy Orton, um, for an example. Now, man, you Randy Orton ain't even a champion, but uh, Vince will have it set up where Randy Orton either beats the other company's champion or make the other champion look weak by RKOing them. 
I don't I, like that. I think for the most part, I think one of the deals these companies cut when they decide to work together. One thing you're not gonna do, you're not gonna make our champion look bad. That's almost always the deal. Our champion will not job on your television. As a general rule, your main champion almost never jobs unless you're just trying to, you know, sort of build them up, build up the person you're feuding with in that moment. But as a general rule, you all you will never, you'll just about never see another company's champion job on your TV unless you cut a deal with your champion jobs and our champion jobs, and that sort of sort of builds heat and credibility for both. Because it's just bad business to have your champion job in. So, I guess I guess the, the one situation where you might see it. Uh, back in the NWA territory days, like if somebody was fighting a world champion and you, they were your quote territory champion, then they might job. To, they might job, but that outside of that, I don't see it happening a lot. So, but anyway, let's move on to some other topics before we get we get out of here. Let me, let me double check and make sure because I, I don't forget anything. Because like I said, unfortunately, I ended up kind of a few weeks behind since I dropped some stuff. Uh, oh yeah, here's here's definitely something I want to talk about. Davy Boy Smith Jr. has left MLW, so we actually talked about it when, when we were discussing the Opera Cup a few weeks ago. I felt Davy Boy Smith would like losing the finals, but he lost he lost in the first round. <laughs> I was like I was kind of surprised by that, but he's left MLW, so that means he's a free agent. We're gonna see him most likely somewhere else. So do you think it's gonna be AEW? Impact Wrestling or WWE? Who, you, where do you think David Boy Smith Jr. is going? Actually, or obviously, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll throw I'll throw a New Japan too. Um, actually, um, since he he left there, um, to me, the only place that really makes sense for him to go is to go back to New Japan. I would say that kind of makes sense, but I would not be shocked if he went to AEW. I wouldn't be shocked. Cause like I said, I, I feel like I feel like he already did the WWE thing and it didn't work out for him. AEW is still a place with a true national following on a major network where he could sort of you know have that last big run, or you know he, maybe he could build himself up as a contender for if he did want to try to go to WWE back. He wants to sort of build himself up for a potential WWE run, you know, after this contract ends. But I, I think AEW would probably be the best spot for him to go to as far as that goes. Because he did New Japan already. He's did uh, WWE already. And like I said, as far as I know, I think he had good experiences with New Japan. So I'm not saying that's why he doesn't want to go there. But I think AEW would be that sort of next new challenge. So that's where I'm going to put that for him. Okay. Now, since hey, we're going with Opera Cup, um, okay. What have you, um, in, in your opinion, think um, think about how it played out thus far? I was kind of, like I said, I was surprised that uh, Debbie Boy Smith lost in the first round. But other than that, I'm not. I can't, I, I can't say I'm too surprised because a lot of these guys, quote, that lost the other guys, lost the other, uh, you know, early rounds. They weren't quote MLW guys. They were like famous names. But it kind of appears that the guys who are MLW guys are the guys winning. Like, low-key is basically MLW is just sort of his home company right now. You know, Davey Boy Smith Jr. was out the door. Uh, TJP, I believe, uh, lost early in it, if I'm not mistaken. Obviously, he's, a, he's, a, he's more of 
I guess you could call it, sort of call him an impact guy, but he's kind of like, he considers himself a little bit more free agent where he's literally working all over the world. So he might not even have a, quote, home company. He's just sort of traveling and, you know, going all over. So obviously with him not being an MLW guy, it didn't make sense to give him a victory. So I think, I, think, I kind of think that's the way it's going with Opera Cup. Obviously, you advance your guys just like, you know, you don't, you don't have outsiders coming in and beating your talent for the most part. Uh other than like obviously you can have lose, you can have your jobbers lose to them or your sort of mid card talent, but you're not gonna have anybody that you have a, a real legitimate long term future with that you think it's supposed to be a top guy, you're not gonna have them losing to outside guys, so but anyway. Do got one last thing to discuss before we get out of here for this week. Uh guess where the next quote NXT brand is going to be? You ready? You got any predictions yeah. for that, or you want me to just wait and tell you? I just go ahead. I, I kind of thought it was going to be Japan would have been the next thing. I thought they were going to like maybe buy one of the smaller Japanese companies that was in trouble due to COVID. They had a shutdown. But apparently, NXT India is going to be the next big NXT thing. So uh, that's supposed to start next year. There's still no plan announced for NXT Japan as of yet. Uh, but apparently, NXT India is going to be the big thing. So they're apparently setting up a tournament. And then I guess most likely whoever wins that tournament will probably be the NXT uh, India champion. Now, uh, now that I've mentioned that, I kind of would like to see them do something since they're going to have multiple regional brands. Obviously, I think they should brand rebrand NXT, NXT US. Uh, so to be consistent with the different brands. But I also think the quote holder of the NXT title, should, they should keep that title name. They should promote the... Uh, well, actually, I take that back. Not NXT US. They could always call it NXT North America. Because since it's going to probably be the brand for Canada and the US, so they could just call it uh, NXT North America. And they should do, if they do that, they should keep uh, the NXT title the way it is. They should promote the NXT North America champion to be the head of that brand's title. But whoever holds the NXT title should be sort of like the old NWA champion where you're the champion of multiple territories and all the local territories sort of have their own champions, but you're the, you're the head guy. So that's kind of like what I'd like to see with the NXT. I don't be done going forward. So what are your thoughts on that? Uh, actually, I think it, um, it could, um, work. Um, oh, um, okay. Let, let's look at the, um, landscape. Okay. Um, you have Walter as the, um, NFC UK champion. You have um, Finn Balor as the NXT um, champion. Now, um, let's just say um, when Wells Collide come up and everything, you have a um, okay a um, a three way, and you um, okay. And for me, I'm like this: the winner owns the NXT title along with um, that, that particular um, brand's title. Now, um, oh, okay, now let, let's just say if um, we, okay, we, we go with NXT India champion, if he wins that match, he is the NXT champion of all, of all three brands. But he he got he got to um do like in the um eighties and seventies he 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 got to um go and defend against the contenders 
in NC UK and um in North America as well. Yep. That that works. Like I said, like I said, you become the NXT champion and you sort of, you know, travel all over. That would make that would make complete sense. Like I said, that's that's actually what I would like to see. I will say this though, who do you think is going to be the first NXT India champion? Because I think I know who's going to do it. Assuming he has the health to do it right now. Uh, now I will um hope it um it will be the former uh, WWE um um world champion, um and I and I cannot even think of that dude name to save my life. Jinder uh, Mahal. Yeah, Jinder Mahal. That's bad. Yeah, that, that's I, who I was thinking of too. I was thinking, I was thinking that would make perfect sense, even though they haven't announced anybody who's on the roster yet. If you want to give it immediate credibility, what more credibility did you could you give your brand and having a former world champion be your first NXT India champion? And not only that, when he eventually loses the belt to somebody, he gives them the rub as well. So that's assuming he's healthy because he had a knee injury. He's had he's been dealing with knee injuries and some other injuries recently. So hopefully he is healthy. I haven't seen him. Um, doesn't look like he. I don't think he's wrestled this year. It looks like he last wrestled June. Not take that back. He did wrestle earlier this year. He wrestled on Raw April twenty seventh. Returned from the injury and then he underwent another surgery because he had some more issues with the knee. So, hopefully, considering we're in December, you know, eight months should be a good amount of time for healing from a knee injury. Because unless, unless you take tear your ACL, most of your other knee injuries should heal up within, you know, that time frame. Although, you know, yeah. I, technically, I tore my, I tore my, I tore my MCL. It never completely fixed. I never had surgery on it either, by the way. But I tore my MCL and kept playing rugby on it. So it, my knee doesn't really hurt per se, but it's it very rarely can I bend it all the way now. <laughs> Not that it, you know, that comes up all that often where I need to, but still. <laughs> so I would I would say I guess you theoretically still could have some issues with it, but normally as far as at least getting back to complete normal close to normal function, eight months should be enough. Although you st- it still might be a little bit, you know, not quite right. But as far as being able to function, he should be fine eight months later. Odds are if it hasn't healed in eight months, it's not going to heal. Unless you're going to have, quote, another surgery and another surgery and another surgery. So hopefully he's not in that sort of spiral of multiple surgeries to f- keep trying to fix the same thing and it never gets fixed. But anyway, that brings us to the end of this week's show. Uh, you got any final thoughts before we go, Brian? Uh, um, I will say this. Um, okay, now for a while, um, um, me and um yourself, and along with many other wrestling fans, have been supporting uh, Major League Wrestling. Um, okay, and that's probably one of the best shows that's out. But one of the shows that we need to um also look at is um. NWA Shockwave, with, um, which is on YouTube as well. And one of the better matches that I saw was um, the um, champion Nick um, Alice um, versus um, someone that was formerly of the WWE um, and Impact, which is um, Mike Bennett. It's a good match. For all you wrestling fans, um, you should um, check out um, NWA Shockwave. 
And don't forget to um, support all your other um, indie um, wrestlings by watching the um, archives on your um, various um, uh, media platforms. Yep, definitely check out Shotway. I, I have been watching it. I'm I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to talk discuss it this week on the air. Uh, I do like the show, but I'm gonna be honest about Mike Ben in particular. I've never been impressed by him. He's never done anything for me on any of the brands. He's always just been Maria Canellis' husband to me, and that's as best as I could do for him on any brand. I like her as a character, both her dumb character and both her smart character. I've never liked him, even leading the kingdom. He was just a guy that was with the kingdom. <laughs> I've always preferred, you know, Matt Hardy or, you know, some of the other guys, but him, he just he's just never done it for me. I'm going to be honest. Like I said, I don't say that to disparage him. I just don't care for him at all. He's he's just never interested me in any way. <laughs> but anyway, to each their own. We all have our own individual taste in the world of wrestling. We'll go ahead and uh, close out the show. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. So thank you, everyone. I came looking for booty. I like you, and I want you. Now we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. The choice is yours. Well, I don't think you and I will be doing anything any kind of way.